djrootradio.com. Technology, home improvement, computer issues, construction, engineering, and everything in between. This is the If I Can, You Can Hour. If I Can, You Can. With Nissin and Dali. This is Jeroot Radio, jerootradio.com, Jeroot on the app, Jeroot uh, on the uh, Naki Radio, and we are basically uh, Uh, the rabbinical uh, 
supervision, like Machane Kadosh and Tag. A lot of money went into this project, and Be'ezat Hashem, we're just going to get to see the result soon. And I know that, um, you know, so today, uh, I don't know if you, uh, if you, today was uh, Tuesday, Parashat uh, Beshalach, and this is when, no, Zgula, big, big Zgula to, uh, to read the Parashat Aman. Parashat Aman is something that, uh, you know, we know that our panas, our food is not coming from our working and our, you know, effort, you know, this is coming, the panas are coming from heaven. And the people can tell you, oh, I did, I did it and I did succeed and I did, you know, I'm working, I work so hard. Yes, Ishtadlut, yes, we have Ishtadlus. But in the meantime, uh, besides this Ishtadlus, we have our creator that is basically control over the world and we learn we learn this our our forefathers came came from egypt without nothing without any food and they 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 succeed they basically succeed to uh to survive you not know, because akadosh Baruch Hu provide them their food so let let me let me just put some music now around shomer israel michael prozanski and we uh, have some phone call. Oh, I'm 
And we have right now a phone call, and oh, we just hello, you on there? Hello, you talking to me? Yes. Okay, a call to find out how to maintain a pre-finished wooden floor. Okay, so uh, it's a, it's it's a shiny or uh, yes. semi-gloss of what is the finish of the? What is the finish? Yeah, the finish is shiny. It's, it's glossy. Shiny. Glossy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would. It's a, maybe a low shine. Okay, the semi gloss. What you call semi? Semi, maybe. Semi -gloss. Yeah. Okay. So it's not I, like a mirror. You can see your face in the floor. So I, basically, basically, it's uh, first of all, it's how, how to maintain it that uh, it won't be uh, scratches or like this. I don't know. Most of the people, you have. So you you have the experience that uh, if you have a chairs with without any protection down, it will it scratch. It gets scratched very bad. So very bad. So this is number one that try to put some kind of felt or kind of protective. I put it on, but yeah. that the parts that already got ruined, I don't know what to do to be able to. Okay, so this this is something that uh, uh, it's tough. 
you have to to fix a, a just section of of the of the floor and this is like um i would say restoration uh, that, um, okay so I, let's say forget about the parts that are scratched just so, to maintain the so, floor that it should really look nice like okay, it's so being maintained i i would i would say that first of all first of all the simple is that first of all uh sweep it uh, dry take a, a, a dry uh towel or dry schmate very do it in the beginning very very gentle take out all the dirt and then right. if you have a spots you have spots different spots you know that it's dirty you can take even regular regular fantastic or regular uh oh really yeah spray just regular spray gentle and on the local area just right just wipe it off and uh, this is the the simple way now if you want to maintain it the, the low you know that you have a lot of quite a few companies and home improvement uh stores you know that have places that uh, uh and they have a special uh, materials so that uh, keeping uh the the shine keeping the the protective it's it's a little bit costly but it's worth every penny if you when want when you say a special material you mean yeah. a special fabric uh, no 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 special special uh, liquid it's like special liquid basically you have if you if you go to the any uh, home improvement center or any uh any stores i don't like to to make uh, advertising for okay any, so you have a special you have certain companies that are basically specialist on these uh materials uh this liquid that they basically uh they sell you also with the map with all this uh, nine yard uh right. that uh this but it's worth every penny okay but but again if you have a small scratches a small stuff that it's dull already you can take an uh, you can take a uh an experiment you know you buy yourself a small uh, container or of uh, polyurethane or whatever what a base polyurethane uh you know small one and with a small brush first of all try to clean the area right. thoroughly and then with a small brush even like 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 a you know like a kids brush a toothbrush yeah yeah that you know just paint it over and make you a, a small experiment see how it's working uh-huh. and it could be that it would work for you because okay. the semi gloss is easier than the glossy to fix because right. you know it's blend more so you can take small container with again I'm in paint store I'm improvement right. uh small container of polyurethane uh semi gloss clear the is the color is the uh, the color of the the uh, floor is a colored or is a natural color it's it's a wood color yeah but the question so you can maybe maybe you can find identified the color color and you buy yourself the container of it's already as colored inside right and then try to walk on a an, an a small place small area it's like a very an, small area scratches, scratch, you know? but and working... i just don't want the rest of the floor to look really ugly unless yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying so you, you yourself you, you know you, you, you try to clean and put with buy yourself a small container it can cost you like ten dollars something like this of and maybe you go before you go to the store and buy, take yourself a chart of the wood colors that they have right okay and then the child go to your house and check what is the most closest one to your floor mm. and then you okay. buy this small container with a small brush and then just put it over there see the instruction wait until it's dry right and then later later you could buy the, the preventing materials you know that they keep the maintenance the, the floor 
good. Oh, yeah. But this is, uh, it will work, it will work. And with patience and just work, it will work nice. Okay. I really enjoy your show. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you very much. Thank Bacharab. you very much. So we will continue with, uh, uh, this is J-Root Radio. And uh, we are waiting you for phone calls to ask questions about any anything in home, home improvement. And you can text us also 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. And we will just, you know, uh, put some uh, right now in the meantime, some music uh, until we get another another phone calls. Thank you. Another day I remember my thoughts they drift away Will I succeed today or stumble on my way Then I open up my eyes and start to pray Mr. of the night unto you Please make me understand please guide me I am your only son, I know you love me so And however it turns out, it's you I know You are the one that makes the sun shine You are the one when it fades away You are the one when I feel happy And it's you again
you are the world and it's like that yeah and uh, we are basically if i can you can definitely this is what is uh, all about uh, jerut and uh, you talking about uh, uh, the home improvement show and computers any any question that you want right now to ask uh, you can call us uh, 7186835858 7186835858 And you can text at three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight um this is uh if i can you can j root radio uh, we had the lady before that asking about uh how to keep the floor the uh wooden floor, and we are just basically trying to uh getting you uh involved of okay if you have some question about computers, David will be. available and the text and we can ask him through the text so three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight and we have uh simcha line right now in the meantime we get an equation <laughs>
you see us, you know, just you see that we have right now. And uh, David is David is coming here, and Baruch Hashem, uh, we are here. So David, thank you, uh, thank you for the warm welcome, welcome. welcome. and welcome. welcome to all you welcome. loyal, loyal listeners. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's been a long day, a long week, long month. Uh, we are back here, Baruch Hashem, in the studio, in the great fabled studios of jrootradio.com and on the apps jrood just jrood just jrood right right that's yeah, the name J-Root. of the app is jrood we've app. been through uh, you know a bunch of revisions there's been jrood pro there's been jrood radio this one uh, the latest and greatest is called just jrood um you know and the, there's there's what to be said about less is more it's yeah. really a great app it does what it's supposed to do and it does it right Sometimes when you have apps that little too much fluff, little too many, you know, it, it's trying to address too many things at one time, and it gets nothing right. This gets trying to address one thing, provide a steady stream of our great programming, and it does it really right. And what I tell you, just you have you have three options over there right now. With the, the, right, the, you have the, the other music two channels. And right. Hebrew, and we hopefully they're, they're doing much more on this in the video also. Uh, I just want to tell you that uh, yesterday night was uh, the wedding of uh, Rabbi Simcha Cohen, Dr. Rabbi Simcha Cohen's son. Wow. So Mazal, so Mazal Tov. I want to say. And David, I, I want to talk about something that I know if I can, you can, but a little bit give something about global global weather. And global I, I, warming. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's totally not warming today. What do they call it? Climate change. Climate These days changing. They call it climate change. Yeah, climate changing. And this is something that we all we all have to understand how it's working and why I'm talking about it because really we're expecting a very very strange summer. Mm-hmm. And I would say, hopefully, I'm wrong. A very very freezing winter. Yeah. And why I'm saying it like this because mm-hmm. if you look under the, the, uh, what happened now right now in the world. And you have to understand that how it's working. Basically, the uh, the volcano in Hawaii basically just throw to the air huge amount of ashes and dirt. Basically, lava. lava. Yeah, the lava is the the the, the, right, the, the lava, actual right doesn't affect the atmosphere. The, the, the as much. Right, right. But the dust and the air is going up to the atmosphere, and what is doing basically is basically create kind of film. A layer that insulated or s- separate the sun ray from the ocean, penetrating, right. penetrated. So what what happened right now? We see it, you know, we see it very very clear that uh, the the uh, the Pacific Ocean is get l- lower degree, basically a, a, a low um, heat, direct heat to the to the o- ocean, and what happened? It changed the pressure. Mm-hmm. Change the pressure. The Atlantic Ocean as still as higher pressure than the uh, Pacific, and create different pattern. For example, the hurricane season starting up two months earlier wow. than it's normal, and the, the the high pressure from the Atlantic will probably push the hurricane into the in, inland, and wow. give a lot of uh, or, uh, a crazy rain and stuff like this. Beside this, uh, what happened that if if the temperature of the oceans will be a lower, even in a friction of, of a degree, it's the pressure in general all over the year will create a low pressure instead high pressure, yeah. and we uh, we are expecting a very very cold some a very very cold winter, and the summer it uh, could be the summer also will be won't so hot like 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 used to be. Hopefully that I'm wrong. 
Hopefully, regularly. I'm, I'm really, hopefully, uh, I'm wrong about my uh, prediction, but this is what I, I, I know. Yeah, and from... people, people like to debunk, especially as religious Jews, where you have a more conservative view um, on things like this, and it, it's, not, it's not something to be, to be pushed under the rug. There is some kind of climate change, maybe not on the level like Dick Cheney used to, uh, uh, you know, be. You know, doing his propaganda about. Uh, oh, this is talking about Al Gore and all this. Al Gore, Al Gore, and all this. Yeah. I got my vice Yeah, yeah, Al Gore and all this stuff. Yes. Not on the level this, they were talking about. No, no, something no. they have this, to realize this, that the, the actions the, that we do uh, affect the, the atmosphere, affect the nature. And it, it's not it's something that's very, very uh, uh, recognized by, by religious Jews. Anybody who knows Parashat Noah, the, the people in that generation, what they did affected nature. Their their sins, their immorality affected nature around them. Yeah. So obviously, I'm not pointing fingers and saying anything about sins, but I'm just saying the actions that we do here, um, but, even but simple it, things like polluting the environment, you know, causes change. Yes, but also if you have to, you have to look in the, in the history of uh, or the, the pattern of uh, weather, and you see that every uh, big war after big war, mm -hmm. from the Second World War, uh, Second World War, and like. Uh, the Gulf, you see that it was a very cold winter, very cold winter because they you know the bombs and all the shells and all that raised to the atmosphere, mm -hmm. kind of wow. dust film. And you see it very, very clear. Uh, even after '73 war, that in, in it was a small war compared to other or volcano in Philippines mm -hmm. or volcano in in, in uh, Scandinavia that was a problem. By the way, you uh, have all these atomic tests that they've been doing over. You know, they don't do it so much anymore. But yeah, but no, but it, it, back it, it, in the it, Cold it, War yes, era, all yes. these nuclear tests. You know, uh, the, the scientists said if it will be an atomic uh, war, it could be that seven years, seven years, it will be unbelievable. Uh, I would say. A freezing world, the nuclear winter. Yeah, yeah, nuclear winter. That's exactly you know. There's mm -hmm. something without without you know the radiation that can be affected. But you're talking about that something that we create. You know, like you have a uh, the windshield and it's full of dirt. You don't see the light, and that's what happened to the sun ray that penetrated and basically the ocean is the the, the vital. And hopefully we, I'm wrong, and hopefully with the Kadosh Baruch Hu we pray that the Kadosh Baruch Hu will, uh, uh, you know, just clean up all this kind of. Uh, but things like this, like, like you were saying before, like big wars, these things happen all the time. Yes, the Earth pattern, the weather pattern changes all the time. But every, as you say, every couple we, of decades, our, every couple our, of centuries, our, yes. it's, our, it's not like getting yes. it's getting worse; it's changing. You know, yeah, but our act is also, as you said before, of our course, is, is is changing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know. This is something that really uh, have to take in consideration. You know, I would, I would, I don't say panics on this, but you know, <laughs> see, see, see this. Uh, yeah, like liberals uh, like to panic about. No, no, Hasbukhalila. But you see, in in a ball in Maryland, the, the torrential rain over there. That's like a thousand years rain. Thousand years, and it, the once in a thousand. Oh, right now they just had the, the, yeah, the floods. They, yeah, yeah. You saw, you saw the flood. Baltimore, I, 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 unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable. It's, it's like crazy. No, this and. For example, in Israel, this Yerushalayim time, you had, yeah, yeah. And this with this too. time of year, we didn't see rain, and suddenly you find rain, every rain in in Israel. Mm -hmm. Baruch Hashem, we need every single uh, <laughs> drop in Israel, but but like Chonia Magal said, rain yeah, of shalom, uh, not, not yes. uh, floods, not flood waters. Yeah, so I, 
let's let's put like this. If I can, you can. We're still waiting for your uh, question, uh, text. Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, we are not Mordechai Weinberg, that you are, but uh, <laughs> we uh, we have still something that uh, to can uh, we can offer, and you can offer us. Give us some idea. Give us a calls. Give a text. Uh, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858, or text us 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. David, you have something uh, new about the computer just to update uh, some uh, listeners? Any so, any ga- gadgets, any gadget, anything that... Uh, well, have... gadgets, my focus has moved recently a little further away from hardware and more at a software level computing. For example, you know, I'm delving deeper into the world of uh, uh, virtual machines, virtual computing, cloud computing, uh, virtual desktops, things like that. It's really a cool, uh, um, cool topic. And uh, I, you know what? Explain, you know, explain me what is the virtual, uh, sure. virtual, virtual or, and regular. You know, right, let me try to put it in layman's terms. Okay. 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 This is something that uh, I always <laughs> wanted to know. So you can have the classic scenario of a computer. You have, let's say, a hardware desktop with uh, inside you're running Intel Core processor. Just giving a classic example. Core i5, 2.4 gigahertz, dual core. Um, this is the, this is, you call it the engine? Yeah, the engine, the engine, okay. the CPU, the engine, okay. which is a processor or a CPU, which is, which is a central processing unit. Um, that is the engine, the brain of the computer. And then you have your RAM, your random access memory, which holds data that basically the, the processor crunches data, keeps on doing, keeps on doing mathematical solutions and spitting off the results. And it needs to be uh, it needs to be uh, um, fed information on a constant basis, and now the RAM is what feeds the information to the processor. RAM is standing. Stand RAM for? stands for random access memory. What we know today as memory um, comes in DDR4. You can have four gigs, eight gigs. That's that's the classical amount right now between four to eight gigs. Um, and this is like the, like we said the fuel so this for is the, the engine. I would say uh, I don't know exactly if we can compare. Not so much with, fuel, but, but it's, it's basically it's, it's memory like in a hard drive in a way that it holds, but it's volatile. As in the second power is cut to the RAM, it loses whatever it was holding. It's temporary data and it's extremely fast, as opposed to the hard drive, which doesn't ha- can't uh, provide data to the processor as fast as the RAM. So there's something in between the hard drive and the processor. And the RAM, while it's sending stuff to the processor, is asking the hard drive for more things. So one second, let's just—I'm so I'm, I'm tackling you with some. Go for uh, it. Okay. Uh, is is this is like a, a chip inside, or is a physical hard drive, micro micro hard drive? You so know? yeah, it's not mechanical it's, in nature at all. Mechan- it's never it's been mechanical in nature. It's actually people know people starting getting familiar with SSDs. Yes. That's the, like the earliest form of SSD we've ever had, and we've had memory in its form that we have today. We've had it in that form for as far as I since before I've gotten into computers, so it's uh, at least twenty years, um, if not way more than that. Um, so it's always a, basically a solid chip with uh, you have a bunch of uh, um, modules on it that contain memory, so packets of sixty-four or whatever it is, and. Um, this holds the data that's it's getting sent to the printer, and it's right it's to the processor. And it's right next to the processor as well. So there's less physical distance. There's less uh, circuitry in between it 
and the processor, so it has really fast access to the processor, and the, therefore the better memory you have, the more memory you have, is directly correlated to how fast your experience is going to be on the computer. Uh-huh. And the next step you have under that, as we talked about, is the hard drive. The hard drive is like the big, slow guy, right? Very big guy, can have huge muscles, but it's slower. So this holds all your data, like your folders, your files, your, your music, your, your, your documents, your videos, whatever it is. It holds, holds the operating system. Um, so then, of course, you have different choices of, of speeds. You can have SSDs, which are way faster than your classic mechanical hard drives. Um, so we're talking about virtual machines. Um, thinking what else should I talk about? Of course, when you have optical drives, you can have a CD player. Those are getting to the this world. Is add, of, of, this, uh, is, this is add-on, add add right? Yeah, yeah. But your core components is the motherboard, which holds the processor and basically holds all the circuitry, which brings everything together. And uh, you have your RAM and your uh, the processor, the RAM, and your hard drive. Those are the main things. Uh, now, the motherboard holds a couple other things. It holds like a, a video chip for, for processing um, a video output. If you want to see things on your monitor, you need a separate little processor that takes care of that. Um, most uh, motherboards come with an integrated one. You can have an external one if somebody's like playing video games or something, needs something a little beefier, a little more power. Usually what comes standard on the motherboard usually doesn't cut it, so they have uh, uh, external uh, graphics cards. Now, when I say external, I don't mean outside, I mean external. It means it's a chip that you add on um, for extra video power. Basically, basically, as, as, as I understand now, right now, so you have like the main board and then you have the attachment to the main board. Exactly. And you're just adding whatever you, you customize it for, for your needs. For your okay, needs. Beautiful. right? Beautifully put. So now, when you have like, uh, for example, you're going, <laughs> if you're taking the car and you put it go driving in, in a dune, you have put a special balloon uh, tires. And if you're working on a graphic, you did a special graphic uh, card that give you better uh, resolution and better exactly. speed, right? Or somebody's creating 3D models and yes. things like that uh, for inventions and, and for manufacturing. They need to be for your video cards. So now, now we're talking also. This is okay. This is the actual machine. That, uh, this, what about what about what happened to the virtual? I'm getting there. The, First, okay, I have to okay. explain the basics. Okay, so, okay. You want me to start from the bottom up? No, no, yeah, yes, you're right. I understand. So now. As our technology is getting better and better, our components are getting stronger and stronger. And people are getting more and more used to be, uh, being able to work, getting their job done on smaller devices. Um, I don't know how it started, but uh, you know, companies like VMware are the biggest, uh, they're one of the biggest co uh, proponents of technology, virtual machines. The idea is you have one big, powerful computer, which we call a server. A server pretty much is any computer that does a service for other people. So we're going to call it a server from now on. It's one big – it's just a com computer with really high specifications, as in a lot of RAM, very powerful processor, a lot of hard drive space, and um, – Pretty much that's what puts it together. And you have just uh, all the, the, the motherboard and everything that holds it together. So that you, ha you still have to have a physical component in the virtual machines. And not only that, the physical component doesn't stop there. On every desk, what you have now is what's called either a zero client or a thin client. 
It's not like it's not like like the traditional computers that most people use to desktops. Now there's no more need for traditional desktops at each workstation at each at each person's desk. All they need is their monitor, keyboard, and mouse, and a little uh, can be a, it can be a device uh, as small as six by six inches and like an inch and a half thick. So it's mean like like basically it's like like a, a splitter and 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 electricity. Just plug it in and bye bye. You know, on a right? very basic level, yes. Basic, basic level, on a very right? basic, yes, level, basic yes. level, and that's it. So like, basically, so this little device does not need to have the capacity. Uh, doesn't need to have a lot of RAM. It does not does not need to have a powerful processor. All it needs to act its its simple function is to be like the bridge between you and the server and to provide the computing experience that the server is giving you so that's your little hub right here where you can plug in your usbs and all your your computing is not taking place on that box the computing is taking place on the server side the server holds multiple virtual machines for each person to have their personal desktop their personal files and folders and it, it would seem as if they're saving uh, and working on the computer in front of them in fact the monitor and the uh, the thin client or zero client that what they have is just projecting and bringing forth what the server is giving you which in this case is a virtual machine and the person who creates the network administrator that creates the virtual machines um, they can say that okay every virtual machine let's say I have uh, 32 gigs in the server and I want to make uh, four virtual machines I can say every virtual machine has four gigs of RAM and this amount of processing power and the person at the end of the day sitting at his desk does not know that they don't have a desktop that they don't have a desktop with RAM and, and processor and everything else. But, okay, so basically, one second, the, the the programmer decided to which station or to which lo location to give uh, uh, as much as they want. Let's say the one exactly. is eight, one is four, one is like need only one. So this how uh, how we design it. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. And you can create, uh, you know, scale. The scale is endless. You can create different pools. You can say, okay, these twenty desktops are for for the billing department, and I'm going to set up the specifications of this and this amount because that's what they need to get their job done. Uh, and then I have uh, the marketing department; they do graphics. I need them to get, uh, uh, need them to be able to utilize our processing, our, our graphics processing power more efficiently. So I'm going to provide this amount of resources for them, and different, and, and pretty much that's how you break it down, um, depending on the network administrator how they decide to break things up. But that's pretty much what virtual machines are. Instead of having each person having a bulky desktop, you can have one piece of hardware holding everything. You know, big monster that has huge amount of uh, uh, resources, uh, obviously relative to the situation. Huge for some people could be 32 gigs of RAM. For other people can be 128. Um, and you allocate them according to how you need them, how they need to be used. And uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg pretty much. Well, I'll give you a skeletal view. Yeah, we got, <clears throat> we get uh, some kind of uh, idea about this virtual uh, machinery, virtual environment, and yeah, and it got, if you remember, Nisim, back in the day, like we have in the in the closet over there, yeah, uh, you know, racks and racks of servers, each yeah. one performing a different task. You don't need that today. Now you just need one really powerful server, and you can create. <laughs> it. Yeah, but you create yeah. virtual machines, yeah. basically separate operating system environments that you don't want to intermingle with other operating system environments because you want each one to perform a, a certain task and it's better if you don't overcrowd that allocated processing speed to too many tasks. So 
this is where you segregate your your tests in in an efficient way, and you don't need so many blades uh, that they call them the uh, the servers that you would stick in the blade system or rack servers. Uh, so it's safe space as well. So just to remind our number seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight or text us three four seven and nine two seven eight three nine eight three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. This is David and Nisim. David and Nisim, uh, if I can, you can. Any question, any question we have did. You have opportunity right now to ask question about computers and networking and all the the rest. Basically, uh, we just uh, just give a, some highlight of uh, virtual machine and computer, you know, general computer mm-hmm. idea. And, you know, David, I remember that... Um, uh, when I was student mm-hmm. uh, in the university, and, and I, the, the it was like the beginning of the computer. Yeah, yeah. really beginning, beginning, and that the, only the government or this has a huge like basically computers. Super, we call so, supercomputers. Yeah, it's not super, it was just it was they like, were gigantic. It was gigantic. Had, it's really yeah. uh, it, in the beginning it was on the tapes. You know, like tapes, like like they they. I, I don't know if the new generation see this even even you know. Even the like the small uh, cassette today, it, it almost Your people don't know. Audio, even audio cassettes. Yeah, audio cassette you don't see almost. Yeah. You don't see it. So this is like huge tape, you know, wheels that they're running over there, and you have to go back and forth. And this machine was with, with a lot of lights and noise and like this. Uh, and uh, before the microchip. And yeah, and uh, yeah, and it after after was like the the car, the carton by uh, cards that was all punching in this. Right, it would punch the yeah. the the, the ret- it would return. Yes. And you the put information here. in the cards, and the cards with a photoelectric. And then they come, the, I remember the, the first computer that I did, like the Sinclair. And <laughs> was tiny, you know, like, I think it was like 14 kilo. Yeah, something like <laughs> this, 14 kilo. that was kilo. like, wow, it's so small. Yeah, uh, 14 kilo. Yeah. And you could, you know, that yeah, and DOS, it was the operation of the DOS, system yeah. DOS. And then later we come to this, uh, you know, a, what, a, 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 what do you call it? Com, 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 what is that? It's uh, before my generation. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and then the IBM, the IBM come with a 128. And it was like, uh, it was crazy. Commodore, Commodore. Commodore, Commodore, yes. Commodore. Yeah, Commodore was a, this. I remember my first computer cost me $4,000 and it was IBM 128. Wow. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the disc, you know, the, the... But those were marvels of, of, of technical engineering. You don't... You, you can't... In order to fix something, you had to know a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. This is like, you know, today you can't... Um, you can't weld... It, and it was a big, it was big machine. It was, you know, and the university, we had, we had the Macintosh. Nice. There's the Macintosh with the the Apple II. It was Apple II. Was the the the. But uh, a big deal. It was the big, big deal. deal. Yeah, big deal. It was a big deal. You know, but the screen <laughs> in the Mac was, uh, you know, if you want to work on a graphic, mm-hmm. so it didn't. It wasn't a software that you basically t- flip it over or turn it off. You have to flip physically the screen. The screen no. has a in, <laughs> like an inch in a center. Really, you had to physically and move phys- the screen yeah. around in order to view ba- the Yeah, yeah. Basically, when you work on a graphic design or the um, plans on the house, so you want to see how it, it look like, you know, the proportion. So you used to take the screen and flip it over and the software. Wow. So 
Today, the software is uh, uh, unbelievable. You know, this, I remember yeah. that AutoCAD released one, AutoCAD released uh, two. I don't know today. Or, what, uh, what, what year was that, the first AutoCAD? Uh, it's 80, 82, wow. 80, 82, 82, 84, I graduate. We already had the Macintosh. Right, that's when they started doing like visual effects in movies. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, uh, CGI effects because they didn't have the technology before that. Yeah. So, uh, and really, it's amazing to see. I I, 88, uh, IBM come with with IBM uh, 128, 128, something like this, or 268. This was like unbelievable. And we used to build it by ourselves, basically, taking the parts and whatever. There are people that still. Still uh, do it uh, as a hobby, more like just yeah. to. Uh, Today, I don't think that uh, really g- economy. I don't think it can, yeah, it's not. It's, it's, not it's a hobby. To try to repair them, get them to working order. Yeah. Um, We're doing it every day in the Jeru Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> Almost every day. When David is not here. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Okay. So uh, <laughs> if I can, you can. I just. Those of you. Those of you tuning in right now, this is the If I Can, You Can show with Nisim and David. We have 15 minutes left of the show. If you want to call in with any and all of your technical questions, whether it's home improvement, plumbing, heating, computers, electrics, automotive, we have your back. Call now, 718-683-5858. Once again, that's 718-683-5858. Or text 347-927-8398. Once again, the number to text in your question is... 347-927-8398. 347-927-8398. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, let me just put music.
And uh, this is JRoot Radio, JRootRadio.com, and we are basically uh, conclude our show. And we have uh, uh, right now uh, we continue our music by Zot Hashem, and uh, we uh, say good night to you, to everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching us, and we uh, conclude the show. And uh, we right now we have. Uh, Benny Friedman is coming with Do Achalon. just got a, a, a text uh, this right now text and this is like uh, we uh, we have I, I need I need to make a, a pick all in my metal door I bought this piece they write the instructions on the instruction that I should drill 916 all would half inch bit would work and also what type of bit uh, should be so okay first of all I would say that I don't think that half inch will work it's it will be very tight uh, there's a metal door so i would i would first of all uh, recommend to go go purchase uh, a, a set of drills drill bits metal drill bits and normally normally with the metal doors uh we i start with with a small drill bit like a quarter quarter inch make the the first pilot hole and then you can drill the the bigger hole so if you don't have a, a, the 916, I would say that uh, you take the half inch and you you will drill it. Uh, first of all, do the small the pilot hole and then drill it. And then you play with the, with the drill bit, uh, the, the drill left and right, left and right. You just grab this uh, 116 uh, to uh, uh, to uh, fit this. And you try, try it. Uh, I would say this is... a quite simple but you have to work gentle on the metal you don't want to bend the metal uh, sometimes metal doors are not so thick as you we want to be the metal is a little bit thinner that uh, it can be dented so when you do the pilot hole make sure that the drill bit and the drill are straight and they go to match to match the other side you first of all you drill the, the first uh, layer of metal and then it will go uh on a, on a if it's solid if it's wood filler so you go with the wood and then you go to the other side of the door and this is going to drill the second uh, pilot and then go with a bigger hole with a bigger drill bit um it's a metal drill bit you know also if you go you have what you call step drill bit uh, I use it a lot. It's a, it's a drill bit that look like like a steps, and like pyramids, and you're starting with a small hole, 
and then gradually go to the second hole and the third hole and the second you know the fourth hole depends what it is it's a little bit expensive but it's very it worth every penny i'm using it a, a lot a lot in my job okay thank you and we are continue uh, right now with the show and we are continue with the music